Hey guys, it is Jana and I'm back with another podcast. Um, this one is going to be a little controversial, um, but it's something that I've wanted to do for a while. Um, we're going to talk about, I've got Bronwyn here, <laughs> um, and we have some really good conversations, um, but also sort of I don't know, going through the same thing, but you're like definitely a few steps ahead of me with um, figuring things out. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about how to, I guess, discover your sexual personality, yep. um, what you enjoy in the bedroom, how to please yourself. This one's going to go, I think we'll do like a few parts to this one um, because there's just so much that you can cover. Like talking about sex, um, your personality in the bedroom, discovering things about yourself, empowering yourself. Um, but yeah, where do like, yeah. <laughs> do you want to talk a little bit about yourself? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I guess for me, my sexual confidence started probably about, I'd say maybe five, six years ago, probably six years ago. Um, when I started working for a lingerie sex toy company. Um, so that's when I really found out who I was sexually, what I was into, what I liked, what I didn't like, um, and kind of really found my confidence, I guess, in what I wanted sexually um, and how to obviously express myself sexually as well. So um, that's where my journey kind of started. And from there, I've like self-discovered a little bit more personally which has also helped um, discover my sexuality a little bit more too. So um, obviously in between that, I was in a relationship, um, but now obviously being single for like the last 18 months um, where I've then discovered my sexuality a little bit more as well. So um, yeah, as and obviously getting older, there's a little bit more that you kind of learn um, about yourself as you grow as a woman as well. So yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at. So there'll be a lot of like key things for single women as well. Like when we do this sort of few parts to it, I think because we are both single, but also very empowering for women in relationships. If you're sort of struggling with that a little bit, I think you'll definitely pick up a few things that could spice things up. But um, 100%. yeah, we wanted to talk about lingerie first. So um, I'm a huge fan of lingerie. I feel like, I don't know yet, like we was talking about before, it's sort mm. of like, yeah, no one will, can see it. Um, you go to work or do your thing, but, um, it just makes you feel sexy. And I think that's a huge thing. Yeah, definitely. I think with lingerie, there's always this kind of thing around lingerie that it's something you do in the bedroom on a weekend at a night in a hotel with your man on a special occasion. <laughs> when you got heaps of time. <laughs> um, which I think is silly because lingerie is something that can make you feel so sexy and so powerful, you know? Like you have these superheroes with their costumes and, um, you know, Wonder Woman has Such a hers. good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and lingerie is kind of like that that superhero costume for a woman. Yes. So, um, just having that special time that you wear it for someone else, I think is a, is a little silly. And I feel like just the fact that you just said that to wear it for someone else, I think that's where most girls are going wrong. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Why? We, yeah. Boom. Like yeah, because you're, my, yeah. You're doing it because you think, Oh, he wants to see me in this or maybe like what color does he like? I'll buy a red set, but you yeah. might not feel sexy in red. 
Yeah. So why would you wear red for someone else if you, it's not going to bring out your sexual confidence? It's so true because when, like when I was younger and lingerie and everything like that, it was definitely for someone else. And it wasn't something that I'll be like, and I love the bras these days, just like the lace ones. Like mm-hmm. they're so easy. They're so comfy as well. Um, but yeah, that's so true. It's only probably been in the last few, like this year, I've been actually just wearing lingerie for myself. Um, and yeah, just under my clothes and going to work or whatnot, but it just makes a difference. But yeah, before that, it was definitely for someone else. Yeah, like, and I was or exactly photo shoots or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and I was exactly the same. Like I only ever wore it for like a special occasion or whatever until I obviously started working in a lingerie shop. Um, and I had to wear it. I had to wear it every day because that's obviously where I was working. So, mm. and then I learned to really be like, oh, like I've got this really sexy bra on and this cute like g-string, and I just felt like so sexy. No one could see it. Yeah. But I, I could see myself like walking differently and kind of like standing differently and and speaking differently because I knew I had this like sexy little outfit on underneath. Yep. Um, and it just changed kind of who I was and how I presented myself to the world. Because I felt more confident. Yeah, 100%. And that's like something as well for um, girls in like the corporate world as well. I definitely feel like there's a difference. Like I can work from home and, and I can go into the office, but I find I definitely am in that boss ass mood when I dress up and go into work with my makeup, red lipstick, like that sort of thing. But, and as well for the girls, like, because obviously we've got friends that don't really like wearing lingerie, they're more like um, casual, but there are sort of things that, um, Sorry, my dog is just like, Cole, seriously. Um, He's just licking himself in the background. Um, They prefer like their um, active wear, but there are some really comfy um, options out there. Yeah, so like, you know, lounge lounge underwear? Yeah. So I'm obsessed with it. Like I'm literally wearing some right now and it's more like a... I've got the bonds. Like the, yeah. <laughs> so it's a more like a mesh. Yeah. So like what I'm wearing now is like a see-through mesh G-string and bra. Yeah. Um, so it's more like that sporty look, but it's mesh. So you can still see your nipples through it yeah. um, and all that type of stuff. So it's that sexier side of like, maybe like your more active type woman, like you say, mm. who do, don't feel so comfortable wearing like a super lacy or a super um, strappy type lingerie. And I wonder like, if that's a thing, it's like, why? Do you not? It, it's like an identity thing. Yeah, I guess because we definitely have a friend. Yeah, who we obviously may put lingerie on. Yeah, um, and you we can... were like, go put lingerie on and go take a photo and send it to your man. Like, <laughs> and you can tell how not uncomfortable she felt, but it's not something that's natural to yes. her. Yes. Um. So she she didn't walk out obviously feeling super confident in what she was wearing, but she looked fucking amazing. Absolutely. I was like, Holy <laughs> hell, man! If I had a body like that, I would die. Um. But. I think the more she wore it, like we made her wear it around the house. Yep. We didn't let her kind of get changed. <laughs> but the more she kind of just sat in it, you could see like her kind of change. And yeah. then she went in to like take the photo and came out like hell, like embarrassed. And, and then remember she went in there herself and she was like oh, on this like. Right. Yeah. And then she was like doing the little pose and I was like, damn, that's, yeah. I'm going to remember that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like you do have those ones that obviously aren't as confident wearing lingerie, but I think the more you find out your style in that. Yeah. And I feel like that's a huge thing for women as well, because we've been brought up in a different way, but everyone's got like what they think they should be. So their identity and they're like, Oh yeah, but I'm just not that person. But it's like, well, are you, or are you just telling yourself that? Mm. Um, 
because something that we were just talking about before is like I've obviously been in my masculine for probably a little bit too long. Um, so just going through and discovering this, but it's like I've been telling myself this is how I have to be, this is a certain way, but it's like now I'm discovering it's like I don't like that. Actually, I like being like super girly, playful. Um, so yeah, it's just it's an interesting thing to be like, okay, is it actually who you are or is it something that you're telling yourself? Yeah, 100%, 100%, definitely. And I think it'll be stuff maybe not you're telling yourself, maybe things that have been said to you as a younger girl. Um, I know for me, I'm very similar to you, very masculine, and it took me very long to figure out how to even be feminine. Yeah. And then I was always that that girl that hung out with the boys, you know, and then, you know, I have people like my dad in my life who would always call me like super boyish or like make fun of the fact that I wanted to wear like pants and sneakers do you know what I mean? So then that yeah. kind of made me feel like, well, maybe I shouldn't be like this. So there might be people in your life as when you were younger that have maybe put these ideas in your head, Yeah, you know? So um, I guess it's about rediscovering who you are and maybe you have to try on like 50, 60 different pairs of lingerie to really figure out what's my color, mm. what's my style. I know for me, I can't wear anything not cut. That's because I've had children. So if I wear anything not cut, I feel ugly. I feel gross. My boobs look horrible. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to feel confident in it. And I think as well, like going, taking that step and going into um, a lingerie store as well, not just buying stuff online because you've seen a model wear it because your body's going to be, so try and figure out, get someone to actually help you first because I think, if you just buy something online that you've seen other people wear and then you get it and it looks horrible and then you're like, Oh, well, it's just not for me like that. I just, 100%. whereas if you go in and get some help and it's like bathers as well, like yeah. it just takes so long to, for you to find like my ass is so big. I need those, the bathers that like the G string ones, because it's like, if I get a full back, it's just going to wind in there. <laughs> anyway. like me too. White girl, big booty. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, I'm going to go that way anyway, but it's just so interesting when like bathers will be exactly the same, but people just probably dismiss lingerie a little bit quicker. Yeah, definitely. Like even with me, I don't, I don't wear briefs. I, mm. I don't, normally with underwear, I don't wear briefs. I wear G-strings to bed. 100%, I wear yeah. G-strings every day, all day, wherever I go, or it's not underwear. Yeah. And everyone always says, what do you mean you don't wear briefs? Like, what do you wear G-strings like to work? I was like, yeah. Cause... Well, I don't want them cutting in as well. Like... <laughs> It's what's comfortable for me. Yeah. And it's something that I always wear, but you know, some guys are cheaper as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas some girls obviously feel more comfortable wearing a, a brief instead of a But then it's just the worst thing when you see guys like, or like well, guys, girls, whatever. Um, like when you see people and their underwear is cutting into their outfit, like just be aware. Yeah, that because it's not going to do your ass any good, <laughs> any justice. <laughs> but yeah, so we're talking about lingerie, guys. Get sexy, get to know yourself, and like honestly, just like look in the mirror and just be like, I fucking love myself, and I own this, and I look amazing. And yeah. because if you start telling yourself that, it'll be only a matter of time, and then you'll be like, okay, I actually believe myself. Yeah, definitely. actually, even do it. Like I remember, I did it naked for probably about a good solid like few months. And then I was like, yeah, boy, I got this. I look at me go. <laughs> and it's probably only been like this year that I've really started to own my body and how comfortable I am with it. And I'm like, what the hell was wrong with me? Like when you have such a disconnect with your own body, like that's horrible. Yeah, definitely. And I think what's really good these days is a lot of lingerie 
places out there um, have all body shapes and sizes. Mm. Previously, obviously, it's always been that real skinny girl with the perfect boobs and the little bum, which is not majority of us. Yep. Um, and you see girls out there just flaunting their beautiful curves in the sexiest lingerie. And I think it's just amazing because it shows no matter what size you are, you can look sexy in absolutely anything. Yep. And there's just so many like different aspects as well. Like there's so many men out there that are just like, they love so many different things as well. Like just do not think that just because you see it on social media or like that's what's out there at the moment, that's what the guys want. It's not what they want is just someone that's confident within their own skin. Like a hundred percent. Like that is the sexiest thing you can have. Yeah. Like yeah. if you're not doing that, then it's like, well, it's going to be a little bit harder. <laughs> what's the next thing that we're going to Um, I think we can talk probably more about like, we'll go into that sexual confidence type thing. Um, obviously how to find your sexual confidence um, after obviously the lingerie talk. I think finding what it is that you want. Yep. Um, I guess to find that though, we, you might have to do more of that self-exploration. Yep. Um, so maybe we talk a little bit about masturbation. Yeah, because we were just talking before. And so the first time like... It's so embarrassing, guys. But first time for me, like, yeah, humping stuff when you're little or whatnot. But then I was in a relationship for about four years when I was younger. And then the first time I, like, went internally and masturbated with, like, fingers or vibrators and stuff was when I was actually 23. So I was fully disconnected with my body. I was like, oh, like, didn't see myself in that way. I was like, no, that's not me. And then yeah I went and did that and I was like what the fuck and I actually felt I remember after I was like it was in the shower and I was like putting body wash on I was like I feel so sexy <laughs> right now like I just did that like I just, but there was a point in me that was like okay like I just broke up with my partner I thought I was getting married to him like all that sort of stuff and I was like well if I can't love myself who can like love me so that was a big thing just sort of like going through that and discovering and yeah feeling like so empowered I reckon as well definitely because it, it is an empowering thing and it's always been I guess something that's not taboo like obviously it's always been very common for men to talk about masturbation yeah it's, it's always been oh you know they watch porn they masturbate it's on movies it's everywhere like it's, yeah it's always been the male that's does the masturbation it's not really a, a female thing yep which is absolute crap i think because like females is probably like internal as well but it's sometimes it is a little bit harder for us if you don't know what like i don't know it's like a little map like you need to find out yeah. whereas a guy it's like well it's there you just keep going like yeah. <laughs> i think also like it's you know we've always had this um it's always been like a thing that men are more sexually um out there out there than yeah. females or they have a higher sex drive yep. which is bullshit because i've had i have a higher sex drive than a lot of men i've met in my life same so <laughs> to say that a man has a higher sex drive than me some haven't even bad a kid <laughs> so um you're like bitch yeah. sit down or whoever the fuck is saying that i'm like round three and they're like what, what are you talking about <laughs> honestly yeah because i'm like but it's interesting because this is oh, okay but this will be another podcast yeah but, um slut shaming and everything like that. We'll yeah. talk about that on another podcast. We'll carry on with this one. <laughs> so um, yeah, masturbation, definitely. Yeah. 
it's I think um that's one thing that because as well like I don't want to sleep with just anyone like I just it's just a waste of my time um so I'm like I'm better off masturbating and if you're not in tune and there's something so like sexy when I'm like masturbating but then it's like I don't know you're like touching yourself and like getting into it and it's like I don't think people are making it like if you like I don't know like having sex with yourself people are just like I need to get to the finish line yeah and it's like no just have fun with it Play, yeah like biologically as a female we have more than one way of getting off mm. men don't well they do <laughs> but that that's a different story so we biologically have different ways of getting off a lot of females um, and where I worked previously, I found we're only having orgasms one way. So obviously externally we can have an orgasm and internally we can have an orgasm. A lot of females don't even know that you can have an internal orgasm yeah. because they've only ever had a clitoral orgasm. So knowing the fact that there's those two different ways, one, how do you like your clitoral orgasm? Is it something that you need to do slowly? Mm. Do you like it super rough and quick? Um, and then internally, where is that spot? A yeah. lot of girls don't even know where it is. A lot of men don't think, even know where it is. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't even know if I've even had an internal one. Exactly. And there are different type of orgasm. Yeah. It's actually a completely different feeling. It's not the same type of orgasm as a clitoral orgasm. So obviously your G-spot is internal, but it's behind your pubic bone. Yeah. So a lot of girls get that wrong. Yep. Um, a lot of men get it wrong. So they think that when you are getting fingered it's a straight in finger type thing that doesn't do nothing baby yeah you know you need to Guys curl them listening. fingers up <laughs> curl them fingers up behind the pubic bone because yep. that's where that g-spot is um and a lot of girls don't even know that so um that's why you'll see a lot of sex toys are curved yeah um and that's to get that g-spot because back in the day that all the sex toys were straight um which would wasn't do going nothing, anywhere. <laughs> which would do nothing for a female but penetrate her pretty yeah. much um, so, you know, they, they've obviously realized that in the last 10, 15 years and a lot, of the, sex, <laughs> a lot of the sex toys are now curved, yep. um, which are able there then to hit your G spot. So I think really figuring out one, know the difference between your internal orgasm and your external orgasm because mm. they're very different, yep. a completely different feeling. Um, and then that way, you know, oh, okay, well, I prefer my internal or I prefer my external, but sometimes maybe you want both yep. and you can have both. Yeah. Um, so it's really figuring out obviously what you like in that aspect. Mm. And like you said, if maybe you don't know if you've had an, had an internal, yep. try just internal, yep. you know, um, maybe you need to do clitoral to get you going and that's cool. Cause obviously you don't want to just like put something in there if you're not ready and wearing to go. <laughs> Cause that might hurt a little. <laughs> um, but yeah, try your internal yeah. and, and see how you go. It, it can take a little bit of work, but once you find that spot, it's it's super easy to, easy to find. Yeah, to mm. get it going. There's things like your, like um, if you've heard of like lunar beads. Yep. So you've got things like your lunar beads that you can wear, which is supposed to be obviously for your pelvic floor, mm. um, but they're also there because they can gently hit your g-spot while you're wearing them yeah so a lot of women um when i worked in the sex store before i would tell them you know wear your lunar beads around um wear them internally say half an hour hour maybe two hours max what you'll find is it'll slowly hit your g-spot while you're wearing it then if you go have sex directly after your g-spot is very sensitive because you've been wearing them and you'll have it you'll have an internal orgasm a whole lot quicker 
I'm going to go get some Luna Beans, guys. <laughs> like, I'll be back. <laughs> but I think as well, because there's so many different toys, it can get like really overwhelming. And then it's like trying to figure out what you enjoy if you do like your um like so like different toys and stuff like that when you're masturbating but i definitely think like getting back to just using your fingers as well like when you're just starting is really good because then it's like you're kind of discovering yourself and like the guys are down there so you want to know like what they're experiencing as well i think is huge definitely um and like like i said like just that pace like a pace does everything in sex you mm. know what i mean like like I said, some people like it super slow and sensual. Some people, you know, want it slow and sensual just maybe for the first like couple minutes and yeah. then they want it super rough um, or they want it rough from the get-go. Yeah. Like you don't really know like what it is that you need. I know for me personally, I like it super slow and like kind of more of like a teasing type thing yeah. in the beginning um, and then go into something a little bit more rough. But then there's other women out there who don't want it rough at all yeah. and, and just want it super slow. So it's touching your body in those ways and in different paces yeah. to figure out what it is that you need. I know. And it's like, it, it's such a like discovery thing as well. And like, as well, like finding with different partners are going to be totally different as well. Like each partner's each, everyone's just so different. So it's going to be different for each like couple and everything like that but if you're not experiencing like what you want and that's what you were talking about is like movies like trying to figure out what you want and if it's not really like turning you on because I remember um with my ex I was just like I felt like I could give more and I was like I have this feeling that I could give more but I wasn't just I wasn't sure how to get there yeah um and that's something that I need to realize is like okay like what like what do I need to do to discover that like um which is just such an interesting thing but yeah watching movies watch um like sex scenes and stuff like that um you were saying is the easiest definitely yeah i think figuring out what it is for you that turns you on sexually is probably the biggest thing that you need to figure out um and that's something that took me a very very long time to figure out what it is that turns me on sexually in more of an empowering type way yeah um not in a way that you're like oh well they might like that like or you know all the pornos are like this so maybe that's what i'm supposed to be doing do it in a way that it really turns you on i mean that really excites you so you know watch your favorite sex scene in a movie and, and figure out what is it about that sex scene that I'm, I'm really liking. Yeah. You know I mean? Is it that it's super loving and caressing and supportive and, and, and that's fine. Like that might be something that super turns you on or is it that the man's more dominant in that scene? So you like that feeling of being submissive or flip side, maybe the woman's more dominant. She comes home in her like red bottoms, you know, after a big long day in a corporate office and like dominates her man. Like maybe yeah. that's something that's super empowering to you. Um, so you just need to figure out what it is about that sex scene that really makes you want to be in it basically. Yeah. And then you'll know, okay, that's, that's kind of my vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and that's such a, like a big thing, like trying to discover that. And as well for like females, we are just naturally like those little bit more of like people pleasers. And it just really shows in the bedroom as well. It's like, we're so happy to please the other partner and probably just give up like what we actually find or like not tell them. Yeah. Well, cause, because it's never been a thing. Like yeah. I've, I think I said it to you um, and Tim before, like we, 
if you look at our history, like you look at female history, you look at reproduction, you look at sex, um, females never had the ability to have that sexual exploration or that sexual confidence. So like back in the well, day, the bloody dildos were straight. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we back were... in the day, like we, we, we were here to enjoy sex. Yeah. We were here to reproduce. We were here to reproduce. Mm. So a woman would lay down, have sex with her man to have a baby. Mm. And if you think about it biologically, a female does not need to orgasm to have a baby, yep. but a man needs to orgasm for you to be able to have a baby. So fucked up. <laughs> so, so, so biologically, it, it's been a thing that like, okay, well, if you want to have a baby, it doesn't matter whether you're pleased or whether you've had an orgasm or whether mm. you've enjoyed it. I, I got off and now let's see if there's a baby in there. Yeah. So that's kind of like how it's been throughout the years that we literally are there, one, to reproduce and that's our main, our main focus in the world. But I think as we've progressed as women um, throughout the time that we've really realised, oh, hey, no, we're not here just to have your babies. Yeah. We're here to be as equal to you, to yep. contribute to the household, to contribute to the world. And I think that's where we've become more empowering and more confident. And then that's where I think women have now developed and became a little bit more aware of the fact that they can lead sexually. Yep. They don't just have to lay down and let it happen. Yep. Yeah. And it's so it's such a big thing as well because it's like, like they are some of the women like obviously like us that enjoy sex a little bit more so that's why we learn about it and stuff like that so um and then obviously teach people who are listening (laughs) um so to be more confident within it because it's just been like so like oh no we can't like be quiet and I don't know it's just such an interesting um, definitely and look there might be people out there who who aren't interested in in exploring their sexuality and that's mm. fine like there's nothing wrong with that yeah at all you you know you might be 100% comfortable in where you're at sexually but then like you said like there might be women out there like you who always knew that there was something else that they could give or there was yeah. something else about them that they hadn't explored yeah um or whether like sex or whatever just it wasn't 100% fulfilling so there was something missing yep they're the type of girls that you know obviously we're here to help guide along the way is in to really like figure out what that is. And I think it's like, as well, like I was just like, like we said before, like when I like, it's like an identity crisis as well. It's like when you marry them up and that's one thing that I'm going through at the moment, which is making me, it's, it's weird. I'm not like, I'm happy. I have a lot of going in like to be happy with, but my identity within like my sexual side and then my personality and what I put on social media and everything is not marrying up. So it's really like conflicting within for myself. And I know that there would be so many females going through the exact same thing. hundred percent. So it's just like, Oh, this is going to be interesting because uh, watch this space. It's going to be changing. Um, <laughs> but then it's just like, ah, like you're like screaming. Cause you're like, Oh, this is a side that I think most people can kind of see it on my Instagram now. But, um, yeah, it was always like, oh, I'm like the innocent, like go lucky, like happy go lucky kind of girl. And now it's like, oh, there's another part <laughs> yeah. coming to the surface, guys. <laughs> but I think we need to, we're going to wrap this one up and then start a new one. Yep. Um, and then we'll go into sexual confidence. Yeah. And more of those sexual personalities, I think. Because yeah. there's, there's a few sexual personalities. And you might fall into one of them. You might spread among across a couple. Um, 
but yeah we'll, i think we'll dive into that next yeah so we'll leave you guys here and then obviously in the a week i'll put the next one on um oh, i don't know depends how good it is <laughs> but yeah this will be part one and we'll be back with another one